Hey y'all, I'm Damon Oates, founder of Deco Exchange. Who else has heard that crafting is just a hobby? I turned my love of crafting into a thriving multi seven-figure company, surrounded myself in an amazing community, and met some amazing business owners along the way. I'm here to show everyone that makers mean business. What is up, you guys? It is Parker with episode six of the Makers Mean Business podcast. Last episode, we, well, I shouldn't say we, Damon interviewed Clara Nicole. Y'all, Clara has been a friend of ours for almost the whole journey of our business. But if you guys didn't get to hear uh, some of her story and some of what she does now and some tips from her, make sure and go back and listen to episode five. But today I am here to talk about Facebook ads. Y'all, we don't usually recommend a heavy amount of Facebook ads when you're first starting your business. Uh, for those of you guys that are in Damon's coaching group, you'll, you'll know all about that. It has been three or four years deep into our business until we decided to start running Facebook ads. Uh, it wasn't a very high priority. And I, and I say it took three or four years, y'all. We did definitely boost some posts and run some ads before then. Uh, but just to give you a ballpark, like we're spending um, probably around $20,000 right now a month on Facebook ads. And we are making, from those from that $20,000 in ads, we're making around $150,000 a month uh, as, as a return from those ads. So that's that's a mixture between you know our, our business coaching group. It's a mixture from our, our physical products, our dog shampoo, you know, the whole gambit of things. I, I know at the start of Damon's coaching group, we talk about finding your perfect person, uh, maybe pretending what kind of uh, magazine those people would read or what kind of magazine you're, you're your products would be in or what kind of magazine you would be in. And uh, all of the details that surround your perfect person is something that can be targeted by Facebook through Facebook ads manager. Uh, So if I'm looking for someone who wants to buy supplies, I can target that person down to their age, their gender, uh, what their interests are, what kind of websites they visit. I can, I can pinpoint those people. Uh, So when we're talking about Facebook ads, that's the level of detail that we are talking about. Um, and I, I'll be honest, you guys, I am not a Facebook expert. Uh, I have dabbled in it before, and I know enough to have a conversation with some of our uh, our support staff. But that's why I wanted to bring on Gretchen today, y'all. Gretchen runs our Facebook ads. She ran a creative business in the past, and now all she does is she runs ads for other creative businesses. Um, but I just kind of want to talk about the importance of ads and what you can get out of it and you know why people are kind of hesitant to spend money. But if you can spend $20,000 in ads and make back $150,000 in sales, uh, as long as your profit margin is there, there's, there's not a problem. So there's there's all kinds of ads. I know one question we get a lot in our coaching group is, what's the difference between a boost and an ad? A boost puts ad money behind an existing post, and then an ad creates a whole new post altogether through Ads Manager. You can do a boost through Ads Manager, y'all. There, there's all kinds of details, and I don't want to get too heavy into all of that uh, right at the start. But that's just that's just one frequently asked question that we get a lot. But I do believe even if you're just starting your business, you can get some benefit from the conversation that Gretchen and I are going to have. And just keep in mind that whether we talk about numbers or people or page views or anything, uh, that's all scales, you guys. So don't think of it as as twenty thousand and one hundred fifty thousand. Maybe just think of it as twenty dollars and one hundred fifty dollars. It just really depends on where you are in your business and how you can make use of that. One thing I do want to mention is that I, I don't recommend that everyone just go out and start running all kinds of ads. If you don't know about SEO and you don't know about free options for getting your yourself found or your product seen, 
you definitely want to check out those first because they operate among around the same principle. So you just want to make sure that you kind of have a solid foundation before you jump into throwing money uh, into the black box that is Facebook ads and then hope that it gives you some money back. It is a little like gambling, but as long as you know what you're doing, it's not like a big black box. Like I was saying, you can kind of understand the mechanisms behind Facebook ads, you know, all the different terms like ROI, which is return on investment, uh, return on ad spend, ROAS, click through rate. All, all of these things are, you know, I could talk for hours just about the, the different terms in Facebook ads. So hopefully you guys uh, get something out of this. And just remember that whenever we're talking about anything on the podcast, we have been doing this for a long time and we were not doing a lot of the things 100% right. And we still aren't, you guys. For all of our listeners out there, don't think that you have to be perfect. Sometimes just picking a direction and moving in a direction is better than just standing still, being paralyzed by, well, what if I don't do this right? Or what if this comes out wrong? Or what if this comes out, you know, what if it's messed up? Or just don't let that fear stop you. Because like I said, if you don't make a decision, your decision is not doing anything. And it's always better to try something than it would be to just just stand still and not do anything. That's my little inspiration from Parker for today. But y'all, I'm going to get Gretchen in here and she's going to talk about all of the information that she thinks would be helpful to you guys. Y'all, she is a guru when it comes to Facebook ads. So I did ask her to try to keep it as simple as she possibly could. I don't want her, um, you know, talking over anyone's head and them being confused. And I, I just know she has so much good information to help. So let's get her on here and we'll see what we can do, you guys. All right, you guys, today we have Gretchen, y'all. Gretchen runs our Facebook ads as well as Instagram ads and all of that stuff. So she has a little bit of a maker background. Gretchen has leveraged some of her creativity, her marketing, her networking. Y'all, she's she's brilliant. And she has created a sustainable business running Facebook ads for creatives. So I've brought her on here and I'm hoping... Um, Obviously, I'm going to let her introduce herself and, and give herself a little bit of description, but I'm hoping that she can kind of give you guys some ideas on how to get started with Facebook ads, some of the things that are working on Facebook ads, um, just from a, from a maker standpoint. I know you, a lot of you listeners are, are creatives. You guys make stuff. You guys try to sell stuff online, physical products, uh, and she's helped us do all of that stuff. So Gretchen, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, yeah, so I've been, I do have a creative background. I owned a paint your own pottery studio years ago. I also had a painting studio for a few years. And um, one of the things that I really enjoy about the creative business is the opportunity to show what you can do and to showcase it. And I think video, which, you know, Parker and Damon do a lot of, um, but creatives, that's really a strong point for them is that you can actually be talking and showing something. And that translates really well into marketing and into ads. And um, for me, I really, I started with the painting studio and I started with the creative end of it. And then I started learning about Facebook ads and kind of transitioned into doing marketing for other people. Cause I started with what I was doing and people were like, well, if it works for you, can it work for me? So, um, it's really been fun to transition from a brick and mortar to working online and helping other creatives. Yeah. And I mean, in the age of, of digital, it's it's hard to, you know, get all of the customers to understand how it touches and how it looks and how it feels. And, you know, even some people's sounds or I mean, makers do all kinds of different things. Um, but, you know, video is one of the, the hottest ways to kind of get the most out of that, like, you know, stimulate all the senses of your of your customer. 
Um, it, it's not always easy. you can't obviously can't touch anything online, but you know you can touch it on video, and it kind of shows you know whether it be um, you know rough or smooth or glittered or matte or or whatever it is. Video does a lot in terms of you know showcasing that product off t- off to your customer. Absolutely, and it's free. Facebook yeah. Live is free, and that's where you can start. You know, ads are amazing, but if you have good material to start with, that's going to get shared, and that's going to get other people to see it, and it's free. So I always recommend starting there with your vid- when you're starting to grow is to start with video and start promoting yourself. Absolutely. So you did mention uh, lives versus regular video, and uh, some people are scared of, of live video, and that's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. You can always pre-record or, or um, you know, set premieres for videos now on Facebook. Um, and also you can edit videos. So if you, <laughs> you know, if you want a recording, you're one of those people who has to go through and make everything, make sure everything is perfect and edit every single thing. Uh, maybe a recorded video is more of, of what you need. Uh, but live video is, is, I think it's the king of content right yeah, now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And a big part of live video is it's not edited and it's not all put together and perfect and people get to see into your real life and your real world. A lot of creatives are filming mm-hmm. in their house and you yeah. get to see the behind the scenes of that. And People, a big part of what we are marketing to is people getting to know our personalities, sure. and that's how we're connecting with the business. Sure. And I'll, I'll say one more thing about live video, and then we can move on to some some tips about ads. But you know, live video shows who you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's really hard to be fake on live video. It's really hard to be perfect on live video. Um, so just kind of showing your your true human nature kind of it, it connects with your your customers, and it makes it really easy for people to see that. You know, you're just a person too, and and you're just you're just a human. You know, yep. you're you're a normal person. Yep, for sure. So let, let's jump into some some tips about ads. I know um, some people might not be you know gurus and ads manager, but what what kind of things can you say that maybe uh, maybe even a, a basic you know uh, how should I say it a a person just starting out in business or maybe they've just created a business page. What kind of tips do you have as far as ads go on, on a Facebook page? Yep. Um, one of the first questions people always ask me is, can I boost a post? And we hear so much that boosting posts is bad and you shouldn't be doing that. And um, I don't agree with that. I do agree that boosting posts works better at certain times and going into Ads Manager and setting up ads works better at different times. Mm-hmm. But um, any, even if you're spending $5 a day, really what you're doing is just getting your message out in front of more people. So if you're really hesitant about starting ads, I would hit that boost button every now and then and just get your audience um, to see more of your things. Sure. And then... Um, the way I work with it usually with Facebook ads is I'm looking at cold audience and like brand new people and bringing them into the page and then warmer audiences and retargeting them and getting them to see more of what you have that you're putting on Facebook. So um, when I talked about video, that is really, I often will have people start with just a video view ad and retargeting people that maybe wouldn't see it. Unfortunately, Facebook, you put something on Facebook and a lot of people never even see it, even if they follow your page. So again, putting, you know, five or $10 behind that to get more people to see that is really important. Yeah. Um, I I think one thing to note there is no matter what you're putting ad spend behind, just make sure you're getting something out of it in mm -hmm. return. You know, don't, don't just throw your money in there and be like, okay, I just showed this to a whole lot more people. Was it a sale? Were you trying to collect an email? Were you trying to get someone to engage on your page and get them on, on your pixel? I mean, there, there's a whole bunch of, of different things you can do, but 
at the end of the day, just make sure that whatever you're putting ad spend behind, you're you're trying to recoup that money somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and actually, that's my first question when I will talk with a client. I'll say, "What are your goals?" Right. You know, and if they say, "Is it page growth, or is it purchases, is it collecting emails?" and then that's kind of where you decide mm-hmm. where to put your ad money. Yeah. And and everyone has different budgets, so some people can't do all that at once. Um, Parker mentioned emails. That's another great thing to be growing to use a Facebook ad to get people to a lead magnet, which would be some type of a download or a freebie or something Mm -hmm. that you can collect their emails and start growing your list that way is is a great one to start out with as well. Yeah, so I'll go ahead and give an example of of something that we do. Um, We have a free... um, a free wreath tutorial you know it, it's a start to finish it's actually one of the videos that we use in our coaching uh, our coaching group our monthly coaching group and uh, we give it away for free but for them to get that video um, they have to give us their email address so that grows our list it gives us a, the ability to retarget lookalike audiences um, so there's a, a huge power in in collecting email addresses and Gretchen leverages that free video and creates an ad based around it um, so people who who may have never seen us or may would never see us, uh, they get a promoted uh, promoted post on Facebook that shows, hey, you want to learn how to make this? Uh, they click on it, they give us their email address, and all of a sudden we just have a new a new lead. Um, so lead generation is a, a huge power in terms of of running a Facebook ad. Yeah, it is. And another thing too to think about is a lot of times creatives are not necessarily really set on consistently sending emails out so they tend to say oh I don't need an email list I'm not real good about weekly emails or it doesn't matter if you're working with ads those emails that you're collecting you can upload into ads manager and retarget those people on Facebook so even if they don't open their emails they're still going to be seeing your ads in their news feed so it is super important for that reason alone to collect emails yeah so without going into too much detail about the the nitty-gritty behind it um, what basically can happen is you give Facebook this email address that you collected from a potential customer, and Facebook can kind of do some back-end research on that email address and then find people on Facebook that are similar to that same person who gave you that email address, and it opens up a whole new world of potential clients you might have never had before, um, and that's called a lookalike audience, but um, th- there is so, so, so much power in email addresses other than you know obviously sending an email. Um, so don't discount the power of email and, um, you know, lead magnets in terms of Facebook ads for sure. So I, I know I know one question people might ask is how much money do you spend? Mm-hmm. That's a big question. So what, yeah. what, what kind of suggestions do you have for that? Um, my best suggestion, I always tell people you don't know until you start. So pick a num- number that you're comfortable with losing. So if you're comfortable spending, uh, and and I shouldn't say losing, that's the wrong term to use, but you're not necessarily in the beginning when you're first testing your audiences, you're not going to be getting, seeing return on ad spend right away. What you're doing is testing your audiences, but pick a number that you're comfortable with using to start getting, doing the research to get the information that you want from the ads. Absolutely. And I I know right when I started getting involved in ads, which I, I know enough to be dangerous, but I wouldn't say I'm an expert by any means. Um, but you know, I was checking it every 10 minutes mm-hmm. and I was hoping, you know, did we make a sale yet? Did it right. happen yet? Right. And you know, I talked with Damon about it. He's like, look, just set it up and set it for a week mm-hmm. and don't look at it for a week. Um, and, and the reason behind that is it takes time. Facebook has to learn. The algorithm has to learn. Um, you know, Facebook is just one big machine that is constantly learning from the data that it collects. And if you're, you know, w- if you're wanting to see, you know, results in five minutes in a day mm-hmm. even in a couple days you, you're probably not giving it enough time uh, so I think that's kind of the the point you're trying to get at is yep. 
um, you know, you have to kind of set it and forget it for a minute so you can actually see if that is working. Uh, changes don't happen immediately when it comes to Facebook ads, so you kind of have to be patient as well as wait and see if the changes that you make are actually going to take and, and do some good. Yep, exactly. And, and really all the, what makes the difference on that is the more money you put down, the faster you're going to start to see your results. So if you're doing $5 a day, I still say do that instead of not doing anything. Sure. But $5 a day is going to take a lot longer to see results than $100 a day or $1,000 right. a day. But I found with clients, I could say, you know, do you, are you comfortable spending $500 a month? And they're like, oh, that's way too much. Okay, well, then that's your point. You know, you want to come back a little bit right. from that. But I have other people I'll say, are you comfortable spending $5,000 a month? And they're like, oh, that's too much. I'm like, I will come back a little bit from yeah. that. So right. you have to do what you're comfortable with starting there. And then as you start to see results, Facebook's amazing because it will tell you how much it's costing you to get something. And once you realize if you're looking for leads and you find you can get leads for a dollar, then you can say, how many leads do I want right. instead of how much should I spend? Because now you know what to spend. Yeah. And it just comes back down to a big numbers game, right? If you can generate 100 leads per month, if you know that you can convert 50% of those leads into a sale, and then all of a sudden you have an equation, it just becomes solving a math problem exactly. at that point. Exactly. And, and then, then you're like, how much more can yeah. I spend? How much money do, <laughs> do you want to make at the end of the right. day? That's what it turns into. Yeah. yeah. But um, it is, it's hard, especially for creatives, because our brain doesn't always think correct. that way. Yeah. And you know, right away, we're like, I can't spend $500. Sure. But if you have the opportunity to make 1000 you could spend 500 Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Gretchen. Um, you're welcome. How about we uh, go ahead and give you a shout out? Where can people find you? How can people work with you? Anything like that? Uh, my website is GretchenWheeler101.com, and that's pretty much it. You, you like stay off the radar of social <laughs> really media. Really do. Yeah, Gretchen works <laughs> mostly no on uh, referrals. on referrals. <laughs> you know, she's she works with friends of friends. So definitely check out her website. Thank you so much, Gretchen. Hopefully, you guys got a little bit out of that, and it it made uh, Facebook ads not so scary for you guys. Thanks for having me. All right, you guys. I hope you enjoyed the discussion that Gretchen and I had. I hope you guys found you know, maybe a little nugget in there or maybe some clarity around some confusion around Facebook ads. And hopefully it'll lessen your fear when it comes to Facebook ads. Knowledge is power, you guys. So the the more you can learn, the more you can keep in your back pocket, the better prepared you're going to be for running your business. Y'all, I, I honestly, I was going to say this at the intro, but I, I say that till now. I really hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast. To be 1000% honest with you guys, it is really, really uncomfortable for both Damon and I to just be talking. You can probably tell the difference in my voice or the difference in the way I talk between now and when I'm interviewing people. And honestly, we're just doing it because we hope that maybe maybe one of you guys gets inspired or maybe one of you guys, maybe it solves a problem in your business or maybe it gives you some confidence or maybe even find a friend or a community that understands. I know a lot of our community now over on Facebook, you know, we hear stories all the time about their, whether it be their family or their spouses or or whoever it might be, they're just not supportive, you know, and, and over, over on our page and, and the community that we try to foster there, everyone is in the same boat and everyone's supportive of each other. And most likely more than not, someone has been through uh, whatever struggles you're you're going through. And, you know, you could still be successful in business and still have struggles. So that's why uh, that's why I bring it up. No matter where you are in your business, no matter where you are in your creative journey, there's power in finding a community that that understands you and that supports you and that wants to help you. So I, I hope that this podcast brings some sort of camaraderie to that community and hopefully it reaches some people that maybe aren't in our community now but want to reach out to us and want to be a part of that. If if that sounds like you or if that 
if that rang true to you, just check us out on Facebook, you guys. We do lives there every week, sometimes more than once a week. You can find us on Deco Exchange. Uh, you can just search Facebook for that. If you guys did enjoy the episodes or enjoying the episodes, make sure you head over to makersmeanbusiness.com. And please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, it really, really does help us out. You'll just be noted of every of every new episode that comes out. Uh, we have decided to do two episodes a week. So I think we're currently doing Mondays and Thursdays are our launch days. I am hoping to get to sit down with Damon one day and actually have a little bit of back and forth with him. Uh, but our schedules are just a little crazy, you guys. Y'all, that's my soapbox and I'm going to get off of it for today. But hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Hopefully you guys got some information from Gretchen. Uh, stay tuned to the Makers Mean Business podcast for our next episode. Damon is going to be interviewing our friend Lauren from Beautiful Mesh. Lauren does a whole lot with Etsy and she's a, a great resource when it comes comes to making sales on Etsy. So make sure y'all check that episode out when it drops next time. All right, you guys, y'all have a good day and I'll see you guys soon.